Four years after the pandemic began, the massive financial and social cost of allowing Australians to raid their superannuation is becoming clear. New analysis shows the Morrison government's early super release scheme could cost future taxpayers up to $85 billion, with more people focused, forced to rely on the age pension. For more, I spoke with our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Good morning. What sort of weight is the super withdrawal during the pandemic going to place on future budgets? Sally, uh, the early release of super scheme in 2020 came amid enormous economic uncertainty when emergency measures like lockdowns stoked fears of 25% unemployment, maybe even a rerun of the Great Depression, which is why around 3 million Australians withdrew $38 billion from their super as part of extraordinary action by the Morrison government, savings they couldn't normally access except in extreme circumstances. Now analysis from the Super Members Council, which represents mainly industry super funds worth $1.4 trillion, says the ultimate bill to taxpayers by the end of the century will be between $75 billion and $85 billion as people who raided their super are forced onto the aged pension. Not just devastated returns from missing out on compounding interest, but lower tax for the government coming in from super funds, draining budget revenue by $2.5 billion a year by 2060. The Council's Chief Executive, Misha Schubert, told me younger Australians who accessed or in some cases drained their super face dire times as they approach retirement in the decades to come. Well, this is really clear that a 30-year-old who withdrew $20,000 from their super under the early release scheme, so that was the maximum amount you could take out, would be left with $93,000 less in retirement. So that would leave them dramatically worse off in their lifetimes. It's also going to leave more people more likely to be more heavily dependent on just the age pension in retirement. It was clearly an economic and social emergency around this time four years ago when the pandemic really hit. But for that 30-year-old, there's a big price to pay in missing out on compound interest. There's a huge price to pay. So the power of superannuation works because when you put away small amounts of money into the system year on year, starting from the start of your working life, over the four or five decades that people might be in a workforce, those superannuation uh, investments are then compounding and growing and growing and growing. And the early release scheme broke that for people who were ultimately encouraged to take money out. Remember, this was before JobKeeper was announced and created. But, you know, the numbers are really stark. You know, we know that three quarters of a million Australians effectively wiped out their superannuation accounts in the early release scheme. And around half of them were aged 25 and under. Some people needed that super money to survive, but were others tempted uh, to use it to pay down debt, buy a flash car or a boat? Have we seen examples of that? As you say, people were faced with a really invidious set of choices. I think the lesson from um, this really clear bit of timely analysis is there are long-run consequences that are permanent for people when they have been encouraged in that set of circumstances to withdraw that money. Given the context of the times, do you look back and think that the Morrison government was ill-advised to allow this emergency access to superannuation? I think this makes a really crystal clear case that in time times of emergency, the role of government is to step in with programs like JobKeeper and other ways to provide people with emergency income. 
and we must not touch the super system. So in some cases, not only were people's superannuation wiped out by that early access, but they missed the big share market gains, particularly in 2021, that translated into super. It's a really good point. That's why it's really important that we make sure we protect super. We've got to safeguard it and strengthen it because it plays this powerful role for every Australian in delivering us a better quality of life in retirement after we've spent decades working really hard to build that nest egg and that peace of mind. Let's see Super Members Council Chief Executive Misha Schubert speaking with Peter Ryan. And Peter, these figures, uh, they come as part of a push to clearly define the purpose of superannuation into law in the wake of these super raids during the pandemic. Well, that's right, Sally. A Senate committee is examining the objective of super at the moment. The federal government maintains the main objective is to provide a dignified retirement, which shouldn't be eroded by popular proposal we've seen in the past, like using super for a housing deposit, paying off a hex debt to fund aged care. Assistant Treasurer Stephen Jones has attacked what he calls the Morrison government's raid of the super system during the pandemic, and he says the objective of super for retirement needs to be legislated to rule out any more short-sighted proposals. That's Peter Ryan there.